This episode is sponsored by SmartVestor. You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk investing, retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Angie's in San Bernardino. Hi, Angie. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hi. Hi, Miss Jade. Hey, Mr. Ramsey. What an honor to talk to you both. Thank you so much for taking our call today. Our pleasure. How can we help? So I'm hoping you can help us out. My beautiful husband and I cannot agree what to do with a rental property that we have. My hubby is uh, pretty concerned about the capital gains and the recapture of depreciation that we would pay, we would have to pay if we sell it. And I, on the other hand, I think it's a really good time to sell. And I think this money would change our lives. We would pay off our home. We would um, invest a little more in our Roths um, and <clears throat> maybe do a small um, home renovation. Um, so, and eventually, like you mentioned before, you read the menu from left to right. I can't wait to get there. So, um, we are humbly asking for your opinion. Um, I should disclose something and no pressure. Okay. No pressure at all. But he did say that if you said that we sell, that he's going to sell. So go ahead and tell him to sell. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've been set up, Jade. (laughs) So the only reason he doesn't want to sell is simply to avoid those capital gains. It's not because he just loves the property and wants to hold on to it and loves the cash flow. No, the cash flow is very, very low, unfortunately, less than $500 a month. Mm-hmm. And um, no, we, we don't particularly love it. Um, it was our first home, uh, but we've, you know, we've been out of it for so long. And um, he is, he, it's almost like we can't, he can't stomach that we probably will have to pay quite a bit of money. So what, how much, it. what's the house worth, the rental? The house right now is worth about five thirty, and we owe about two twenty. Okay, all right, and so you're going to walk out with um, three hundred grand. We'll call it okay, not quite, yeah. but but um, somewhere in that not range. Quite, and right. your the balance on your mortgage okay. is what two twenty five. Okay, so oh, by the time I'm you sorry. pay our, by the time mortgage... you pay capital gains and expenses to sell the house, you pay off your home. You're going to have a little left, but not much. So I'm sorry. Our home that we live in now, we only owe one twenty. Oh, oh! I thought you said two twenty five. Okay, two twenty five is the rental. You were correcting the two twenty. Now I'm catching on. Okay, Um, just one twenty. Yeah, and and so yeah, and let's say and so let's say three hundred. Let's call it two fifty after some taxes and one twenty. So you would have one thirty, one twenty five, or whatever left over to do some other things with, give or take. Okay. Yes, sir. um, Here's the thing. Let's pretend for a second. The, a good way to I the, a good way decision making tool that I use in our house. Sharon and I use this all the time. Is if it was already done, would we undo it? Meaning sunk cost analysis is what it's called. Okay, and this comes from the Harvard Investment Newsletter, uh, where the, the the teacher in the investment class would say, if you ever if you ever use what you paid for something as your reason for keeping it then that's using the wrong analysis. And the class was taught to yell out sunk costs. The only reason you keep something is that you like what it's going to do in the future, not how we got here. Okay? That's a proper analysis of an investment, but it's also the proper analysis of possessions. Okay? And so if I'm looking at a boat in my driveway that I haven't put in the lake in four years, and it's worth $10,000... And I say to myself, if I had $10,000 piled in the middle of the table instead of that boat, would I go buy that boat? 
And the answer is, since I don't use the boat anymore, would obviously be no, right? So that tells me it's time to sell the boat. That's a sunk cost analysis. If I didn't have the boat and I had the money instead, which is what happens if you sell it, then would I would I go buy the boat? And if I and in my case, we have boats and we use them every summer. We love to ski. We're a Rams, we're a lake family. And so if you said if I didn't have that boat, would I and I had that money, would I go buy that boat? And I'm like, yeah, I sure would. Then I don't need to sell my boat because that means I'm because I, I like it. Is what we're saying. So. Let's reverse this and say your house is paid off. This is your to your husband. Okay, your house is paid off. You have a hundred and twenty thousand dollars in a checking account to do renovations with, go on a trip with, or whatever it is you described a while ago. You're going to do with the extra. If that were the case, and you had the opportunity to buy this property that you don't that you currently own and you didn't own it, but you had the opportunity to buy it and put down. You'd borrow money on your house, you take the money out of your checking account, and you go buy this house to put down $300,000 on it, $250,000 on it, and and we're going to have a $500 cash flow, and this is the house we own. Would you do that? And his answer is going to be no. He's shaking his head right now. You nailed it. That's what you did. He's, he's shaking his head what? <laughs> He's, he's shaking his head. You're right. He yeah. wouldn't buy it. Yeah, I w- he, he wouldn't him. go buy it because the only reason he's keeping it is not because he's in love with the future of it. He just doesn't want to give the government any money because he hates them. And I, I agree. Okay. <laughs> but I get, I get the emotion, but that's not the reason for keeping the house. The reason for keeping the house is it brings our, it makes a better future for us. And nowhere in your description of why he wanted to keep the house was that. That's how I knew he would sell it. That's how I knew he would sell it. So it's sold. And (laughs) the only bad part about this conversation, Angie, is you win. You set us up. (laughs) You set us up, and you still won, and we knew we were set up. We all win, Mr. Ramsey. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. Good call. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You you totally used us and you still won and we knew it was happening. So this was a great experience. We're so glad you called. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I love you both. Thank you so much. We love you, darling. Thank you for calling. (laughs) That was good. Thanks for tuning in to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To learn more about investing, visit RamseySolutions.com slash investing or click the link in the show notes. Ramsey Solutions is a paid non-client promoter of participating pros. Learn more at RamseySolutions.com slash smartvester.